Hello Facebook, I'm here with David from Princess Cruises. Morning, afternoon even. Good afternoon. It's going well. Um, we're on board the beautiful Royal Princess. Uh, she's, I can't believe she's five years old, five years since that amazing christening. That's right, just over five years now and it's great to have Royal back in Southampton. It feels, uh, feels good that we can mark the fifth year anniversary by Royal coming back for her season around Britain of which we're a part of at the moment. So she, and that's mainly why she says she's doing lots around Britain presumably. Yeah. Yes, that's right, yeah. And since Royal Princess, she's been joined by a couple of sisters, Regal and Majestic. That's right, yeah. God, what a memory. <laughs> um, and more on the way. More on the way, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yesterday we announced that we have the two further ships being delivered in 2023 and 2025. But before then, we've got another three Royal Class ships coming in. Sky Princess next year. Okay. And then another ship in 2020. And another Royal Class ship, our final one in 2022. So uh, five ships on the way for, for Princess Cruises with a capacity of nearly 20,000. And the Royal Class ships will be identical to this one? There will be some subtle differences. Many wow. similarities, but a few differences as well. So we're in the Sanctuary at the moment, which is an incredible space on the ship with the private cabanas and everything. Um, presumably very popular with guests. Yeah, really popular. Um, particularly on sea days, as I'm sure you can imagine, it gets very, very busy in here. So um, if you do want to book those private cabanas and so on, then um, if you want to go on a sea day, then you need to get in early. But yeah, it's, it's an absolutely lovely space. Well, and particularly on a day like this, because you've got quite a lot of shade, you've got the private cabanas, uh, which we'll have a look at in a second, actually, because the private cabanas have got ceiling and fans, and and there's waiter service, presumably? Waiter service, yeah. Your own butler? Well, let's say so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, itinerary-wise, Royal Princess out of the UK for much of this year, then where is she off to this? That's right, and then off to the Caribbean, is that And she sells red trip to Miami? Uh, ish, ish, around where Florida, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, so, from a dining perspective on board, we're obviously not going to have a look at dining because we're up on deck, but um, lots of specialty dining choices to make, uh, as well as the main dining room, of course. And we were, we enjoyed lunch, uh, al fresco style, which was very nice. Yeah, you do actually. Yeah, yeah, surprising amount. I mean, it's, it tends to be dominated more by Americans, um, people from Australia and Asians. But yeah, we do get quite a few Brits going on board as well, which is for a variety of reasons. It's straightforward as a staycation through to people who want to really go out and explore and perhaps discover a bit more about their family history. So a mix and yeah, and a, a higher number than maybe you'd expect. And Brits that you find uh, on Princess... Mediterranean is obviously a huge destination yeah. still for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Mediterranean. Yeah, all, all around Europe is popular. Um, people love the Med. Um, Northern Europe as well. Um, our main home port ship for this year, Sapphire Princess, uh, goes just as much to Northern Europe as the Med, and, okay. and that's really, really popular. And Asia proving to be popular. Yeah, too. Asia is. Yeah, Asia Princess is second most popular destination. Yeah, which is now. amazing. Yeah, yeah, really amazing. But Asia's been really interesting for us. It's really taken off, and I think what people like is they're familiar with princess they know princess they feel comfortable in the ships but at the same time they want to go out and explore somewhere a bit different so you've kind of got the safety and security of knowing you come back to the ship but at the same time all these different destinations that you can go to across asia and what's the because i've never i've never cruised in asia ocean cruised in asia but presumably the destination experience is completely different to say northern europe or, or yeah completely different completely different and, and 
we talk about going to Asia, there's so many different places within Asia. It's like when we talk about the Caribbean, I'm going yes. to the Caribbean, but it's the same principle. You know, there's so many different places, different cultures, um, and, and so on. But yeah, a real success story. And Alaska is also an area where where Princess is doing very well. Yeah, a Princess has always done well in Alaska. Um, we, we have seven or eight ships out there basically every year now. We've got our first Royal Class ships, um, Royal Princess actually going out to Alaska. Um, we had the television series as well, yes. of course, which has kind of brought that to a new audience in the UK uh, as well. And yeah, yeah, Alaska's always been very, very popular, more as a global one for Princess, but it's really interesting to see more people from the UK coming on board as well. And you've got lodges there? What's, what's that about? We have about? got lodges, yeah, that's right. There's lodges, there's tree houses, there's see, all sorts. What's, so what is that? Is that something they do during the day or is it a pre or post? Yeah, no, that's, um, if you're looking to, um, if you're looking to stay in Alaska and get okay. more out of it there, then you can, you can stay in one of the lodges. Standard cruise destination because actually, you know, the wildlife and scenery and the stuff that you do there is, is something completely different to yeah. what you do in the Med and, and Caribbean. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. Um, so one of your iconic features, we're going in for a <laughs> One of your iconic features is your um, is your movie Under the Stone. That's right. But that presumably, and I always think of that still as a new thing, but presumably that's been around for a while. Well, it has. Yeah. Um, we've got it on all the ships now. Um, and hopefully be able to get a, a good view of it from, from here, hopefully it shows up on the phone. Um, because certainly from your and I's point of view, Andy, uh, if you look at the screen, even though the sun is starting yes. to come out in Southampton, you still get a fantastic view of the screen. Um, it's very much the focal point of this part of the top deck on, on Royal Princess. Um, and there's a couple of things worth pointing out, is that you have all the, the deck chairs, as you can see, out and about in the day for people who are either relaxing in and around the pool or want to watch one of the concerts or one of the films on Movie Dust and Stars. But then what's great is it kind of changes a little bit in the evening and we have blankets out, uh, we have popcorn available to people and you can sit down. There will always be normally a relatively recent film on, so you can sit down with your family, with your partner, whatever, and just relax and watch a film from the, the comfort of the top deck. And cleverly, you've got Discovery at Sea. You have a partnership with Discovery. That must that's, so that's an interesting angle because it brings the destinations to life. Yeah, as absolutely. Well. Yeah, yeah. And what's interesting about Discovery as well is that uh, that's on and off the ship. We'll have shore excursions that we time with Discovery, where yeah, we're really um, encouraging and helping people to find out more about the places they're in. But we also have Discovery-related activities on the ship as well. So, for instance, we do stargazing at night as well. And as I'm sure you can imagine. Thank you very much.